Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Today on CityCast Philly, things are getting tight. Because of a federal reduction in SNAP benefits, 1.9 million Pennsylvanians lost additional money to buy groceries. These changes mean some families are losing an average of $181 per month for food. Now, food banks across the Commonwealth and around the city are trying to fill the gap and keep up with the demand. It's Tuesday, March 14th. I'm Trinae Nuri, and here's what Philly's talking about. Chelsea Short, you're the communications and marketing director at Phil Abundance, one of the largest hunger relief organizations in the Delaware Valley. First, can you just talk to me about the magnitude of this? of folks losing additional food benefits per month. Were you prepared for this influx? We were. We did know that, you know, definitely this was coming. We started having conversations at Full Abundance last December because we knew um, that the extra benefit was going to be getting cut at the end of February of 2023. And we're already still kind of getting out of COVID, you know, families are still struggling. Obviously, food inflation rates are are very high right now. A lot of families are struggling. So this extra, you know, benefit that families have been getting for the past, you know, two, three years going away, it's going to be a huge impact on a lot of families. And it's not just, it's, it's, it's all different types of families. You know, a lot, there's a lot of working families that are having to choose between right. paying rent and paying a bill and, you know, this extra benefit really allowed them to not have to make the choice of not putting food on the table to pay a bill. But now with the reduction of this, you know, a lot of people are going to have to make those kinds of choices. But I will say we we as an organization, we're really trying to step up and meet the anticipated, you know, demand increase because it's going to definitely it's going to happen. You know, when you've got families that may have been receiving up to four hundred dollars a month in, in that additional benefit, Going back down to the 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 max, um, which was like I believe for some families twenty three dollars, you know, depending upon how many people are in their household, that is a huge loss of resources. And a lot of these families don't have that extra wiggle room in their budget. Right, the discretionary funds, yeah. yeah, yeah. And this also is going to impact older folks as well. Definitely, yeah. I mean, when you're talking about living on a fixed income. When you lose the money in your budget, it's it's hard. How do you make that up? Where does that money come from? And again, as food prices are rising, especially you know if you are a senior that's dealing with uh, any health issues, if you're a diabetic, if you right. you know if you have to buy certain dietary uh, types of foods, a lot of fresh produce and things like that, those items are expensive. But it's hard. It's hard to say, you know, I I can't eat certain types of foods, but I can't, <laughs> and I can't afford to buy the foods that I need. So. It's this is this is definitely going to be felt long term and and by many people. So we're obviously talking about the supplemental nutritional assistance program known as SNAP um, that gave those extra benefits, which were these federal benefits called the emergency allotment during COVID-19. 
And I remember, you know, in the earlier months of the pandemic when, you know, things were dire in those early months. Yeah. You know, folks were losing their jobs. Things were closing. People were lined, lined up at food banks across the city. Are you seeing some of those similarities now in the first couple of weeks since the loss of these benefits? You know, um, we are definitely, our community partners are definitely, you know, letting us know that they are seeing more and more and more, you know, people lining up to receive benefits where, you know, we have community partners that may have been serving like 200 families. Now it's at 500 families each week, you know, more and more people, um, unfortunately are having to use their local resources to kind of, again, fill that gap. It's like maybe the, the first of the month they're okay. But it's, you know, once you've paid bills and you're a few months, you know, a few weeks into the month, you don't really have anything left. And we're in this region, we're in the winter months right now. And, you know, we're, we're, we need to heat our homes and it's expensive, but so is food. So, you know, just trying to figure out how to make ends meet um, so that your family doesn't go without and you don't go cold. I think it's, it's a lot of people are, are struggling. Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Tell me a little bit about the types of services Phil Abundance provides. Phil Abundance is a food bank, uh, and we are part of the Feeding America Network. We partner with community um, organizations all throughout the nine uh, county service area that we provide resources to, and that does include counties um, in the Pennsylvania region, kind of outside in the suburbs of that, and then also in uh, South uh, Southern New Jersey. Excuse me. And so, what we do is, you know, as a food bank, we come together collectively to collect resources, collect food, and then we partner with local organizations that are within these different communities to provide them with the food that they need to help the people in their communities. It's the best way that obviously we're able to give a lot of resources to, you know, maybe community um, partners that so they don't have to worry about kind of doing the fundraising and, and all of those kinds of things. And when I say, you know, community partners, it can be a church, it could be an emergency shelter, there's all different types of food pantries. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, we, we really strive to work with the people that are already in the communities because who best knows their neighbors than their neighbors, right? Right, right. You know, they, they're really the, are the boots on the ground. They, they tell us, you know, what they're seeing. It's a great partnership and it's, it's a great way for us to be able to give those communities, you know, what they need, give the, give the families in those communities what they need. What types of items come through Phil Abundance? And also in the first couple of weeks of this federal program ending, what kinds of items are people looking for or what kinds of items do they need? So Phil Abundance does have a good food policy and that policy really strives to provide the people that we serve with nutritious, culturally relevant, diverse food. So we we do strive really hard to you know, be aware of what types of foods are going to what, you know, to communities and different cultures and things like that. However, I feel that with the SNAP emergency allotment uh, kind of going away, people just need food. 
So it's kind of almost going back to the basics in a sense, you know, your rices and your pastas and, you know, things that are shelf stable that can kind of last a long time. We're having issues getting certain items as well. You know, uh, like we're having what? challenges with with logistics, you know, like uh, fresh fruit. It's it's hard. We're, we're getting it. We have amazing uh, retail partners that have definitely helped to support us, but it's still expensive. Poultry items, you know, meats, things like that. Um, again, we have a lot of we have a lot of great grocer and retail support there, um, but it, it costs money. You know, we were spending around $60,000 before the COVID-19 pandemic um, on a truckload of chickens. And now we're at like 120,000. So, you know, those dollars that people donate, we really strive to kind of stretch them as best as possible. Um, so we're having to be mindful of, you know, what we're ordering and, you know, the lead time in ordering them so that we make sure that our community partners never go without and that they have at least the basics that people need. But we still do strive to try to provide non-vegetarian options, different spices and different things that you wouldn't typically think are available at food pantries that people um, from different cultures, you know, they eat. Being mindful of that, you know, asking for help is is hard. It's already humbling enough to say, you know what, I, I need help feeding my family. So we really strive to try to provide a dignified experience for people that, you know, are are asking for help and and make it in a way that it's, we're saying to you, we see you, it's okay, you know, and provide them with choice, you know. So being able to go to a food pantry and not just see kind of the standard beans, you know, can of beans and, and pasta, but maybe there's sardines or maybe there's mangoes or maybe there's a, you know, a curry dish or spice or just different things that are familiar to their culture and feel like home. But, you know, you could take for granted if you're able to go to a grocery store and purchase yourself. But unfortunately, you're not able, you don't, you don't get those options when you have to, you know, seek food resources. And how can folks uh, find your community partners um, so that they could, uh, you know, get some, get some help? Yeah. So we have um, a big button on our website. If you head over to www.fullabundance.org, um, there's a big find food button at the top. If you click on that, if you just put in your zip code, then all of the kind of community partners in your area will pop up. Great. And if people want to get involved with the work that you all mm -hmm. do, how can they do that? Yeah. So there are a number of different ways um, that people can get involved. And we say you can give your time, uh, you could give financial resources, or you can advocate. Um, so giving time obviously means coming down to one of our warehouses and volunteering. If you're able to donate monetarily, that's obviously always a, a great way to, to give back and help as well, because really we could take those dollars. And again, we've partnered with so many great retailers that give us you know really good prices on things in bulk. So um, you can donate on our website. There's a donate now button as well. So a lot of great resources on the website. If you're just interested in about food insecurity in our area, what the numbers are, you know, one in three children, which is crazy, you know, are food insecure. So just really educating yourself on what is food insecurity and, and what is hunger and like, what is the, what's the difference? What does it mean? And, and just educating yourself on the stats in our area, um, I think would be, would surprise most people. And again, our website has a lot of great ways for you to, to get involved. That's Chelsea Short, Communications and Marketing Director of Phil Abundance. Thank you so much for joining me on CityCast Philly. Thank you for having us. For more information on where to find a food pantry near you and how to get involved with Phil Abundance, we'll have a link in our show notes. 
And here's what else Philly's talking about. Congrats to the students at Walter B. Saul High School in Roxborough. They won a gold medal at this year's Philadelphia Flower Show. Billy Penn reports that the school, which is the city's only agricultural science magnet school, has been involved with the show for more than 30 years. And Philly's own Quinta Brunson will host Saturday Night Live on April 1st. According to Philly Voice, this would be her first time hosting, though a potential strike by SNL's post-production team might impact this. It's time for the tip of the day, where we share a life hack for living in Philly. There are many food banks, community fridges, and student and older adult meal sites in our area. Check out some at phila.gov food. If you have a tip of the day, we'd love to hear from you too. Call or text us at 215-259-8170. That's all for today here on CityCast Philly. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review, and hit that subscribe button. Be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter too. It's called Hey Philly. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye. Bye.